85% of people are dissatisfied at their job. That was the topic yesterday, and we're going to continue on talking about that today, and also maybe what you can do to change that. Two reasons why people could be dissatisfied at their job is because of their management, and because of their co-workers. Ultimately, it comes down to yourself and your own perception and your own mindset, but management and co-workers can definitely make all the difference. Working under very poor management and very poor leadership can completely mold the environment that you're in, and there's really nothing you can do to avoid your management since obviously they're your bosses and they're the people that you need to listen to and when the people you're working for are terrible it can make for a crappy work environment it can also make for a good one if it's the flip coin of that and when you're working for uh, or with the co-workers that you get along with that you have good rapport with that are just really awesome people that care about and they care about you and you know it can be a wonderful work environment it can make all the difference that that alone can offset the other thing having a bad manager you know when you're when you have someone that you're working with that you can then discuss those things with and you can be open and honest and you, can, you have these co-workers that are just so easy to get along with that can go a long way very long way But I had one of my early jobs, something that I did some time ago. I had worked for a retail company. I'll just tell you, it was was JCPenney. I had worked for JCPenney. I had been there for eight years. And the majority of my time there overall was actually very positive. I worked with some really awesome people and... You know, I don't really have anything negative to say about the people that I worked with. You know, I I encountered, I I got into management there. And, you know, though there was eventually, and there were some people there that I got along with really well. And there was some younger employees that made things very difficult. I was a pretty young supervisor. And I obviously had a lot to learn myself. But there were some even younger employees that were the type of people that you did not want on your workforce. They just, you know, there were those young kids that didn't have any sort of work ethic and didn't really care about being there at all, and it showed. But anyways, that was a digression. But I had worked there for eight years, and overall it was a very positive thing. I enjoyed it. I had spent eight years there, and I just decided I didn't want to do it anymore. I, I was kind of burnt out of retail in general. It's Retail is, I think, one of those jobs that I think everybody needs to try at least once. That and food service. I feel like both of those things are jobs that everybody needs to try just once because you can tell when you have those customers that are clearly just very difficult to work with and it makes retail jobs a lot harder 
and you just wish, you just say to yourself, man, it's obvious that this customer has never worked in retail at all because it creates a desensitivity um, for some customers where they just don't care about how difficult they're being. And it's true. There are some customers that, you know, they go out of their way, it seems, at times to make things difficult. And... I, it's just one of those things where I feel like uh, any any customer would their they were their lives would benefit and make everybody's life so much easier if they just there were certain jobs that everybody had just tried at least once. But anyway, so I decided I'd had enough of the retail thing. It's just something that I didn't have a passion for. It wasn't something that I ultimately cared about. It was a job, like any other job. I spent a lot more time there than I ever wanted to. I spent more time there than I had ever intended to. It's just one of those things where I got into a groove and I was comfortable. I had moved into an apartment with my girlfriend at the time, who's now my wife, and it was a paycheck. I didn't get paid poorly. Obviously, I didn't get paid very well, but at the time, I got paid what I needed to be fairly comfortable in our little lives, <laughs> our little single lives, living in an, in an apartment with no kids, it worked well for what we had. And eventually I just decided I'd had enough of the whole retail thing. And that was around the time when the company had publicly announced that Ron Johnson um, of Apple, of the Apple company, was going to be taking over as the CEO of the company. And that was about the time that the company took a very public, sharp downward spiral. Very sharp downward spiral. They had almost completely alienated their entire customer base. Everything kind of all happened swirly-whirly all at once where all the, the entire pricing strategy changed, the entire visual strategy changed, the entire business strategy changed completely. We, we, JCPenney for so long had been the company that was for the shoppers that were older at this point. They were the, company, the customers of Sears and Roebuck. We were the customers that they enjoyed flipping through their catalog books and ordering things and ordering their their custom window coverings and their, their various home goods needs. You know, we we were the we had, we were the customers that had been shopping there for so long, forever. Yes. They had some of the most very, some of the most loyal customers out there. And then whenever they made their drastic changes, they were trying to recreate themselves. They were trying to cater to a younger customer. They were getting rid of all of those things that made the company last so long by being loyal. And they decided to get rid of a great majority of their management 
team. There were people that I knew that I worked with that I was that I cared about. You know, they all of a sudden they they were letting them all go. They were offering them buyouts. They were letting a lot of people go. And it was about that time that I, when I grew very dissatisfied of my employment my employment there, I I was going from not really having a passion or really caring all that much about retail and sort of being burnt out of retail and sort of ready to make a change. I'd been there too long and then all of this started happening and that was sort of the catalyst that I needed where I, you know, I was seeing all these people that I cared about being let go and all of these changes and you know, we had we had just had one store manager leave and retire. You know, we didn't always get along and, you know, not everybody was a fan of this person, but overall, he was a heck of a store manager. And then we got another manager that moved in that just wasn't really all that great at communicating and wasn't just the best manager really at all. And then we had all of these things going on all at the same time where, you know, the company was rebranding itself completely. Now all of these people were being let go and my job was changing. I was asked to do other things, of which I didn't really mind that part, I suppose. I always never minded learning new things and doing new things. But as the company's face was changing and they were alienating their customer base and they were not being loyal to some of their most loyal employees, I decided not only was I finished with retail, but I was finished with the company. I decided it was time to go. You see, sometimes things happen when you're working somewhere where you know that this isn't something that you're wanting to do long term. This isn't something that you're wanting to do forever. That this is something that you do not have any passion for and it went from being a positive environment to being a pretty negative environment with just the job satisfaction at an all-time low. I was at a place in my life where I was young enough and I didn't have a whole lot of worries or responsibilities at that time. I decided that I was going to leave. And that's what I did in that instance. I had no ties anywhere that required that I stay there. Most of the people that I had worked with before were all gone. So I decided that it was time to pull the plug. And sometimes that's an option, if if that's feasible. You know, now in my life, the way things are, you know, I have a family, and I have a child, and I have a mortgage, and I have a whole lot more responsibilities. It would probably be more difficult to make a decision like that. It probably would be a little bit harder to just pull the plug not to say that it's not possible because it is very possible ultimately if you are very unhappy somewhere and you know you don't want to stay then you know what you do you you continue to work there and then you start looking elsewhere until you find something 
it's better to do it quickly rather than waiting eight plus years to finally make the move. It's, I think you'll know pretty early on if it's something that you enjoy. You know, sometimes you might be doing a job that you're not really all that passionate about, but it's something that you enjoy. It's a place where you go to work and it's something that you don't mind going to and that you like. Maybe it's not something that you ever saw yourself being passionate about or you never saw yourself working there, but but when you enjoy it, though, it's I think that passion and that love can grow. It can get there. Whenever you work on your mindset and your thinking and your thought process and you know that it's something that you like, you can turn it into something that you're passionate about. In this instance, in this scenario, I was ready to go. I was ready to pack it in. And so I started, I was still working there and I started looking elsewhere. There was a job that I found that I thought I could be passionate about, that I could go there and I could spend the rest of my career there. Some place that I was more geared towards my degree, not directly. I wouldn't wouldn't have been doing any graphic designing myself, but it was with a printing company that creates those sorts of things, and it's in an, a visual environment, and I would be essentially creating jobs for print that would not only manufacture the signage needs for companies, but we would also distribute them where they were needed. It was a pretty cool job, actually. I really enjoyed my time there a lot. It was something that I did really like. It was a job that I had searched and hunted for, and I found it, and I pursued it. I contacted the people that worked there many times, inquiring, letting them know all the reasons why they should hire me. <laughs> And eventually they bit the bullet and they, they called me in and I got the job. I was pretty proud of myself. But early on, and I'm not going to say any names for this one, but early on the person that I was working with that was training me had spoken very deliberately and very openly about their disdain for someone that was within our work group. And how horrible of a person this person was and how mean they were and how much of a bitch they were and that we needed, that I needed to pretty well stay clear of this person. That I would be doing myself a service to just not even communicate with this person at all. And the person that was training me will call her Sally. And Sally made it very clear that it was better to just leave this other person alone and not communicate with them. And Sally made a point to pretty much just shun this person out of the work group and not really incorporate them into anything as, mu as much as possible because they, apparently they had some long work history. They'd worked together for a long time and they didn't get along. They hated each other, I think. 
at least Sally definitely had a lot of distaste for this person greatly so 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 from early on my mindset had been staged right you know I had no other frame of reference I had no other experience with this person Sally whom was training me seemed pretty cool and nice to me and she was very helpful in her training and she was a very pleasant person to work with I enjoyed her very much so I took her word for it really I had like I said I had no other frame of reference I didn't know this other person from Adam so my the whole thing had been staged and my mind had been set up from that moment that I really needed to be on guard around this other person somebody that had all of these stories about themselves and and actually Sally wasn't the only one to warn me about this person there were many other people that all shared sort of that same story they all equally kind of said the same thing for many different sources and many different people that had worked with this person and talking about how much of a bitch they were and how horrible they were to work with and how, how could one person be so bad I will tell you, after some time had passed and some experience, I actually really did try to be nice and friendly to this person. I'm not the type of person that is ugly to people or mean to people, even if I don't get along with them or even if I don't like them. I try to make a point to be kind to everybody. But over time, Sally had actually left the company. So that buffer and that space that I had between me and this other person that I had been warned about so many times was gone. And I had to directly deal with and communicate to this other person every single day. And this other person, you know, she she had all the experience. She had been doing it for so long. This person that everybody had such disdain and and dislike for she really had a great deal of experience and knowledge and was somebody that I would have to come to rely on really over time though I will tell you she really was quite a bitch (laughs) I hate to say it I you know I don't like to talk bad about people and I I certainly even if I have that opinion about somebody I really do honestly try to be kind to all people I really do. But she was very difficult to get along with. And from the beginning, I had been put on guard. I had my mind made up, like everybody else, that this person was awful. Mind you, she did have people that she got along with. I couldn't understand that, but there was. But what had happened is, eventually, our relationship went from professional to negative. And in retrospect, it wasn't really all her fault. Yes, she was very difficult to get along with, and she could be a bitch, and she could be a pretty nasty person. But ultimately, looking back, I know that part of it was my own frame of mind. It was my mindset. I was on guard all this time, ready to not get along with this person. 
that any time that I had ever seen or heard her be nasty or, or to anybody, I, I could hear it. Her office was pretty close to my uh, my desk. Anytime I heard this person's voice, heard them talking on the phone, or even heard her sneeze from in her office, I would just cringe. It it ended up becoming kind of a negative work environment. I I hoped for the the days where she just wouldn't come into work, where she would be off or something. I enjoyed those days when she wasn't there. Just the thought of her raspy little smoker's voice. It was enough to make me cringe. But basically I had this whole mindset from the beginning that had been planted about how awful of a person that she was. So we just eventually didn't get along anymore. We couldn't. I had no intention of leaving. I really enjoyed working there. I thought, well, maybe I could just go work with somebody else. But unfortunately, this person had been with the company for so long, had made so much money for this medium-sized company, had, had bought and paid for an entire department which had been so profitable for this company that she had gone to management and discussed very openly about how nasty I was and how I wasn't getting along with her and how I was being disrespectful and ultimately it led to my being fired it did and that was really hard I had you know at the time I was in a completely different headspace. I didn't see it for what it was at the time. I just, you know, in my mind, in my heart at the time, I was thinking, what an asshole. I knew what she had done. I knew it was because I didn't get along with this person. And I will say, I had heard later that the company had actually tried to let go of this person. They did eventually try to let her go, but again, she really did have the company by the balls because there was a lot of money that was going to walk away from customers that would have left had we, had they let her go. So I'm really not imagining it. She really was a jerk. But, but, the truth is, in retrospect, as negative and nasty of a person as she was, as difficult to work with as she was, as little control over her as I could have, just like you, anybody really, you can't have control over anyone except for ourselves. The only thing we have control over is ourselves. The way we choose to respond, the way we choose to act, the way we choose to react, our mindset, our thought process... This person had absolutely no chance to get along with me because from the very beginning, that seed had been planted. I was on guard. I was ready for battle. I was ready to leave this person alone. I was ready to not have any kind of relationship with this person. Not after all the stories and all the warnings and all the things that I had been told about how awful she was. But I digress. The relationship went from professional to really negative and 
there was really no coming back from that and I was I was young this was some time ago and in retrospect looking back on it now I have to I have to admit that I while this person was awful I have to realize the part that I played in what ultimately led to my being let go. It was my attitude. Had I had a very positive and upbeat attitude and gone in there and gotten along with this, well, tried to get along with this person, even if it was fake, even if it wasn't real, something that everybody could see, something that was just so obvious that this person, if she was just wanting to be a bitch and get me fired she would have to have spent the time to convince people of how much of a jerk that I was she would have had to convince them how disrespectful I was being and it would have been difficult for her had I just been this really nice person all the time but because I was on guard and I was battling with this woman who was just so nasty I had handled things disrespectfully towards her. There had been times where I had been nasty. There had been times where I was not acting like myself. I like to be kind to everybody. There were times where I truly was not being kind. And I was being impatient. I was on guard. I had my hands up. I was ready to box. Figuratively, mind you. And that's ultimately what happened. And looking back on it, I know now what I did not understand then. That my mindset was the difference. My thought process was the difference. The way I chose to react was the difference. So if you're working somewhere and you're with somebody that's difficult to get along with, or you're working somewhere that's difficult we have to keep in mind our thought process, our mindset, how we're reacting to things. And always remember to be on good terms with all people. Because you just never know what could happen. And if you're young and you're unhappy somewhere and you can leave, then get out. If it's just a job, you can always get another little job. There's always another little job if something doesn't pan out. It becomes a lot more difficult when you have a mortgage and a child and a family. It's always still possible. It just becomes a little bit more difficult. But 85% of people are unhappy at their job. And I just want to challenge you to look at yourself, to look internally and say where am I in this? What responsibility in this do I take? What mindset am I bringing to the table? What attitude am I directing towards other people? Because when you can flip your mindset and you can own your own actions and own your thoughts and understand what you yourself are creating personally as well, that can make all the difference.